You can read all about an event, but you will never know what it's like to actually be there. Summaries and facts can only tell you so much. It's not the same connection as a direct account of an event. This is where primary resources come in. Primary resources are an original accounts created by people that were directly involved in an event. Primary documents can come in many forms. Original documents such as diaries, news footage, or autobiographies. Creative works such as paintings or poems, or even artifacts such as tools, buildings, or clothing. These sources offer a snapshot of an experience from a first-hand perspective. There are several benefits to using primary sources. Part of what creates the experience in a primary source is the fact that there isn't a gap in time and it's someone's personal account of the event which occurred, a perspective only available from that particular time. These accounts in primary sources are written during the time, which helps form the atmosphere of what it was like during that time. And if I were to write now about the Vietnam War, I could only tell you facts. But a journal from, or a personal account in a journal from that particular time, say a soldier, could probably explain the smell, the sound, the weight, and the feelings in the air on a given morning. Because of how much time has changed and the gap between now and the Vietnam War, it would be really hard for me to relate back with specific details. So we look to primary sources to find things written from that particular time that can offer the details of what a particular event was like. Although primary sources have many unique benefits to them, they do have limitations as well. One negative aspect of primary sources is that they are hard to find and preserve, much harder than secondary sources. Also, various time periods had different ways of doing things, so depending on when the source is from, there may be language or culture barriers. For example, Douglas MacArthur delivered his speech on May 12, 1962. Because this isn't an extremely recent speech, the diction he chooses to use is somewhat confusing and unfamiliar to audiences interpreting his speech by today's standards, but still much easier to comprehend compared to sources taken from much earlier time period. Also, MacArthur's speech consists of concepts that some may not be familiar with if they are not particularly knowledgeable about the works of soldiers because the audience in which he is addressing are the cadets at the United States West Point Military Academy. Because primary sources are direct accounts of events or people from that specific time period, there is no context surrounding what is said, what happened before or after the event, or the background of the speaker. The transcript of Douglas MacArthur's speech to the West Point cadets is a great account of what he actually said, but it does not convey the feelings of the cadets, MacArthur's history in the military, or the general consensus regarding the military to the American people. No background is given to surround the words he delivers to the cadets. The true meaning of his words cannot be fully conveyed because one does not know what motivated him to say them, what the response will be, or how people will feel about what he says. MacArthur delivered this speech at the peak of the Vietnam War, a war where many people did not agree with the actions of our country. As one reads MacArthur's speech with that in mind, many of the sentences stick out more than usual. If one used only primary sources while researching, they might not receive as deep in an understanding as someone who used both primary and secondary sources. Primary sources give the feeling and atmosphere of an event, speech, or part in time. But what they lack is context to give true and deep understanding. 